Teresa Cuomo says she was protesting U.S. immigration policies. Only a stupid, unintelligent, coward, and insecure, I will add, a maniac, will whip a tender-aged child from its mother. See, this is why we don't need more people from shithole countries. From the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. I was uh, uh, looking at this, uh, I don't know, I look at all kinds of stuff. I don't know what you do, like if you research if Ryan Katsu Rivera is on the line. Hello, uh, I'm here. But you're on the line is what you are. And uh, we just celebrated the 4th of July, which I don't know if you celebrate that. Do you celebrate that? It is just a holiday. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And and uh, so I, I was. Do you, did you do any research regarding it? <laughs> I was looking and seeing what you know I could find. Now this is a. I got on some site. You know, if you're looking for information, sometimes you just click the top thing. It takes you someplace, or you click, like, one of the top, like, several things that looks the most... And then you, you end up on some page that you just feel hasn't been looked at since, like, 2012, <laughs> you know? And this one has an ad for a book, and there's reviews for the book. You know, the, basically, the whole site exists to sell this book. Oh, so, okay. uh the book is about America and stuff, whatever, but here's what it says. Wow. This is the review. Wow. That's all caps. That's the only word that can possibly come out of one's mouth when you get a load of this book. <laughs> so the, you're limited to a one-word response, and it is that word. The word wow. wow. The only word that can possibly come out of one's mouth, not, not, not his own mouth. Once It says uh, this book is something that should be used as a reference in every home. Uh, there's a copy of the entire Constitution, Declaration of Independence, Articles of Confederation. Heck, what more could you ask for? <laughs> oh, my God. That's I can't think of it. I mean, wow. I mean, I, I, I was thinking. I was <laughs> That's what it meant to say. What more could you ask for? And then he says, facts. You ask for facts. Hey, there are awesome facts. Good to know facts. And just for the fun of it, facts, too. Like... In 1878, an amendment stating that an executive council of three should replace the president tried to get passed. Hmm. That tried to get passed in 1878. Uh, that's That was considered a just-for-fun fact. That was just-for-fun. Like, it's nor here nor there. It's just in the realm Maybe, of fun. Just-for-fun. Did you feel a rush or anything when I said that? Did you, did you experience that as a fun fact? I uttered wow. Uh, I mean, we're talking about a council of three. What if we had a council of three? It says, for only a few bucks, I'm very glad I purchased this U.S. pocket constitution book because I love it and use it all the time. That very much seems like the author wrote that review. Is that a, is it, does it look like a, customer review is it in the customer oh wait it's, well it's one of those it's like embedded for all time on the site oh, okay yeah, yeah, yeah like in gold and wow. it's but it was written by jay markowitz and i don't remember i don't i mean i've clipped it i don't remember the name it doesn't really matter yesterday july 4th 242 years to the day do you know what happened on july 4th i don't mean to quiz you all the time but i'm just curious um that's when we signed the declaration of independence you're so close. See, that's what I, that's what most people think, and that's what I would have thought. But that's not the day that it was signed. 
was signed in August sometime. It's dated from the time that they stopped making corrections to it, when they when they had the wording right and it was all worked out. And then what they did was they they you know they would have it uh, they'd get a printer you know somebody who writes pretty and they say write this real pretty put it on some parchment and then that was the one they signed and they signed that in August so I guess it took a while. Uh, so anyway, wrong. But everybody, everybody else is too. I would have thought the same thing. And 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 uh, I mean, uh, it's that it's it might as well be the day they signed it. It's the day that they figure it took effect. Now, July fourth. Uh, uh, a lot of things have happened on July fourth. July fourth, seventeen ninety six, was when the first Independence Day was celebrated. The first celebration was held. Uh, here's some other events which occurred on July fourth. Eighteen oh two, first military academy at West Point opens. July fourth, uh, eighteen seventeen, construction begins on the Erie Canal. Erie Which Canal. you take that, don't you, to get into the city? Do you have to take the Erie Canal? Yeah, it's very important. Uh, sometimes you grab the Panama if you're, or the Magellan Strait. Oh uh, yeah. This is lumping them all together, but uh, the Erie Canal's up there around Rome, New York. Uh, one of the first great engineering works in North America. It, it, it says. No, I, I guess it was a big deal. But that was when construction began, 1817. Now, on July 4th, 1826, Thomas Jefferson died, and so did John Adams. The second and third president dropped dead on the same day. Wow. Wait, this, but not nope. the same exact day. Same exact day in 1826, July 4th, within hours of each other. Which is really weird to think about, you know, Adams just embracing Jefferson's dead corpse. So, you know, <laughs> they weren't together. They were, uh, one was in Virginia, one was, I think, Massachusetts. Uh, and, of course, it was uh, Jefferson in, in, at Monticello in Virginia. Died of uremia, which is uh, not a pleasant way to die. Uh, if there is one, you know, and, like they start to smell like piss. Is that what that is? Yeah, I mean it's it's not it, that is <laughs> it's not it's not you don't smell like piss until you die, you know what I mean? It's not oh, like you okay, could just cool. be a pissy be a pissy smelling guy, you know. That's what the it's uh, dying of. It, it, it's <laughs> <You're a bastard. laughs> They've got uremia. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, the smell. Uremia. No, sir, I, just, I can't do it. I'm not trying they, to feel they, bad at like 4 p.m. They actually the get <laughs> they get something called uremic uh, or it's it's something like uremic frost or something like that, but but it's it's like crystallized urine once the sweat because you start to sweat urine and then you get this like uh, and then when the sweat evaporates off your head or your arms or wherever it is, you you you're left with this little dust. This crystallized urine. I mean, like it—it's pretty gross. My your breath response, starts to smell like piss. <laughs> oh my god, that's crazy! Yeah. I didn't know that existed. But my response to it was the exact same as the book response. It was just—it was the word "wow." Wow! It really. When was. you hear about uremia, that is the only word that can come out of your mouth. <laughs> I love uremia. <laughs> Let me tell you, I use it every day. Pocket uremia for only. <laughs> uh, now the other guy died of congestive heart failure. Although it was reported as typhoid, 
in the little article that I read or started to read and didn't. And CNN, on CNN, CNN. Why are they posting about The CNN website, they said he died of typhoid, and it's just not true. Hmm. His wife died of typhoid. Oh, wow. But John Adams died of congestive heart failure. I mean, like that's the only the CNN was the only one that reported as typhoid, and apparently they knew the difference back then because you know. Wow, they're compulsive. His wife had died a few years before. Typhoid is disgusting. It's like you get shit in your mouth. Basically, it's just somehow feces gets into your system through your mouth well, or something. That's not like the cause of it. That's the, that's the ailment. That's the, yeah, exactly. That's the ailment. Ew. So what, what is <laughs> species dying? What, what is that? No, no, it is it is the cause. I don't know. Isn't it weird? One one died from number one. The other one died from number they two. Pee pee and caca hours apart from each other on the same day. Like what? What freakish times? Except he didn't. He died of congestive heart failure. It wasn't typhoid. Oh, his 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 but wife. It's true. Uh, Boise, Idaho was founded in 1863 on July 4th. Uh, the first edition of Alice in Wonderland, 1865. Because that's what you need. You know, Civil War's over. Let's all read about mushroom people. Uh, 1866, a firecracker thrown in the woods started a fire, burnt down half of Portland, Maine. Holy shit. That was the first stupid fireworks accident that burned down half a town. You know, like... Uh, I guess now they kind of it doesn't really go that far. Usually, it just blows off a finger. But I I knew somebody from Portland, Maine. I've been to Portland, Maine. Well, who's the who's the person you knew? Any anybody remarkable or? It was Holly. Do you know her? No. Oh, Holly. Yeah, Holly. She was the uh, her dad owns ye- the shop on the corner. No, yeah, he owns like about a hundred factories or something. I think they have a lot of money. But she uh, she contacted me a couple days ago. She's an old flame. Oh, wow. She really contacted you. And she got in touch. And uh, and she does that. She disappears for years, and she's like, "Hi, hi." That's how she talks. Like uh, she has this. Like, hey, you want some? She used to like uh, always order a Shirley Temple when we go places. You know, that's what she liked to drink a Shirley Temple. That's interesting. She seems like an interesting kind of chick. Like, uh, and she'd say, "Want some Shirley?" She's got a voice like a bell. <laughs> she's always ringing like. Ah. Like a, yeah, like a, she's got a, a she, something like one time we, we there was like a peacock someplace that we but where we were. I have no idea why some park or something there was a peacock and she would say this all the time. She's like, "Isn't that fun? Isn't that she's fun?" Been like a Minnesota mom, like no matter what her age was. How long ago was this? It's weird. Talking? I'm not doing the voice right, I guess, because it's like a waspy kind of sound. Oh, but uh, yeah. Anyway, whatever. So, so that's all handled. That's that's the important thing. That's all out in the open. Everybody's satisfied with the results. Now, 1874, July 4th, Social Democratic Workmen's Party of North America was formed. That would be the first expression of communism right here in the United States. 1874, the first official party. Uh, 1883, July 4th, Buffalo Bill presented the first Wild West show in North Platte, Nebraska. And it's still going on. Uh, 1884. <laughs> it still hasn't ended. That's the weird part. It's an intermission. Uh, first U.S. bullfight held in Dodge City, 1884. Also 1884. That's when the Statue of Liberty was presented to the U.S. in Paris. So they gave it to us there. And they're like, yeah, you got to get that shit home however you can, I guess. Like, what, seriously? Yeah. <laughs> that isn't considerate. 
All right. Uh, I guess we'll ship it. Uh, okay, we got to ship right here. That'll be five hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> it's it's it costs a lot of money to move a three hundred and five foot statue. It was a frame, and then with some panels and shit. And you know, it wasn't originally green. That's the sea eating away or changing the, the you copper, know yeah. copper. It was copper. Now the original. I, there's there's a little film of it that. Uh, God, who Christ, I think it was uh, Edison took some film of it. Hmm. And you can see that today. Really? It's not and it's not very good. It's not, <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, it's obviously it's it's pretty HD. shitty quality. It's not, it ain't HD, but it's, uh, and it ain't even green. That's what's weird. It's like when you see, you expect it to be green. I don't know how to react to a Statue of Liberty. It's not green. It's like when you see Frankenstein, he's not green. Yeah, like green. And you go, oh, you didn't get the rights to Frankenstein. Just some bullshit supposed to look like Frankenstein, like the, you know, like generic cereal. Gray sometimes, like a gray Frankenstein. Gray. Yeah, yeah, very often gray. And not good. Go with a deep blue. I mean, like, yeah, it is shitty. A gray, you know what? A gray Frankenstein is pretty fucking shitty. Shit color. Uh, lazy and irreprehensible, but irreprehensible. It is contemptible. Yeah, when I first found out that uh, it was like this cartoon called Five Goes West or something like that, and he comes up on the Statue of Liberty and his family, and it's like copper. I was like, why do they do that? You know, and uh, I, that's when I learned it was like third grade that it was copper, and then it oh, like, he was. They would, so so Fivel was set in the past. Yeah, yeah they were like immigrants, like Dutch. Wow, they were like Dutch rats. Oh, they're Dutch. Okay, that's how they changed it. Because I heard that besides like just a very few details, it's basically just Godfather Two in cartoon it, form. It's, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, now that you mention it, yes. Because <laughs> he has to have his brother killed and shit. <laughs> and it's like, there's a lot. Yeah. And the rebels are taking over Cuba, <laughs> and they're trying to set up a swank Dude, casino. All that so shit. Inappropriate. I mean, they... <laughs> could be a coincidence, I guess. <laughs> the toll booth scene with the rat trap. There's just a thousand rat traps clipping on the <laughs> fucking rat. Oh, the toll booth scene's Godfather yeah. One. Oh my God, he's. A... You, you really got to watch. Yeah. Uh, I, I watched Godfather Two twice since oh. we've been talking. <laughs> That's how much I, I watched Dude, that movie. Five goes west. By the way, there's a scene where like. Oh, uh, he's a rat. You know that scene where they're talking about he's a rat? Yeah, but they were like, yeah, they were like, so? We're all rats. Oh, yeah. is, is there a part where they can, like, uh, yeah, confront, a... confront a, a rat? Well, not, I mean, the, you know, rats, uh, uh, now, okay, Godfather, by the way, um, that uh, is very powerful. I put it on the Instagram, Pat Dixon NYC, at Pat Dixon NYC on the IG. I think everybody got that. I put up that uh, Sonny on the causeway scene getting shot, and I took the, I did it without sound, and I found this a very interesting scene to watch without sound. I had seen it before, so I didn't watch. Just it looks like he's doing. Just... It's like he's doing the monster mash, you know. It's like <laughs> just it's just weird. It's a fun thing to do. Here's a here's a great thing to do. This is, I've been I've been uploading some of these on Instagram. I take a picture of because every time you know, uh, unwifeable uh, Mandy Statmiller watches a lot of TV and she pauses it and when she pauses it she always has the uh, titles on you know the the closed captions and then there'll be a sentence on the screen she pauses it and it's always kind of funny 
Yeah. Like, yeah. not always. Nine times out of ten, it's kind of funny. And take a picture of that. I like that. And, uh... I like that idea. Put it up on the IG. Nobody knows what the fuck you're talking about. The context? Yeah, yeah. Like, why is she saying that? I think I mentioned the bullfight. There's also the first organized rodeo competition was in Prescott, Arizona, 1888. Uh... And in 1964, the Beach Boys song, I Get Around, reached number one, July 4th. And 1970, 100 were injured in race riots. <laughs> what? Race riots in Asbury Park, an American New Jersey. Yeah, the Grand Old Opry was first established. And this is the one we've been building up to, July 4th, 1977. Nigel Harrison replaces Gary Valentine as the bassist of Blondie. <laughs> I don't know how that made the list. <laughs> That's a non-fact. A bass player was replaced. <laughs> That's the a... Crown reopened for the Statue of Liberty in 2009. Eight years closed, security reasons following the World Trade Center deal. And uh, now we have this 4th of July, this event, which is so 2018. Mm. A Shaolin woman hailing from the Congo dressed to protest in sneakers pink and a shirt emblazoned, rise and resist. She was in federal custody after recklessly attempting to climb up the Statue of Liberty on the 4th of July. Joining me now, Ryan Katsu-Rivera. Hey, Ryan. All right, so this this woman is a Congolese woman, 44-year-old, and a troublemaker. Her name is Teresa Patricia... Uh, now, maybe you could pronounce her name because, like, uh, you have a bit of a foreign blood to you, and I, I, I always mess these up. It's uh, Okamau? Ocostalisto, actually. No, it's a, it's O-K-O-U-M-O-U. Okamau? She'd earlier joined... Uh, 39 like-minded turds in the planned unfurling of an enormous banner, all caps, demanding for no one in particular to abolish ICE. Uh, <laughs> her, uh, for her 39 resistance pals holding up, a liberal, uh, holding up a liberal banner on Liberty Island was likely woke enough and resistance aplenty for a 4th of July goof. Anna Kaumo of the Congos... <laughs> this is going to get a running start on this sentence. Anna Como of the Congo's King Kong-like climb up the base of the world's most famous statue took her cohorts completely off guard. Helicopter footage shows her defiantly waving her protest shirt, which also read, Trump care makes us sick. A Kamau. <laughs> a Kamau Kong's free climb continued. Immigrants scrambling hand over hand to a spot over 150 feet up. Now, remarkably, she made it about halfway up the total height of the Statue of Liberty. Jesus. She's without a doubt uh, in an incredible physical condition. Do you think, and I, you're in pretty good shape, do you think you could climb up that base? No, I, I climbed up something earlier today. There was a bridge that I walked under, and I tried to climb it upside down-ish, and I hurt my ankle. So, I mean, she could probably do it, but uh, she probably has some injuries that aren't reported. Ankle sprain, shin splints. Well, she did it. She climbed up that base. I mean, she made, I mean, like, and, and what I never really understood is how tall that base is. I've been there, but I've just completely forgotten. The base is half of the fucking statue. Wow. I didn't know that at all. I mean, 
Yeah, you're halfway up. By the time you get to her feet, you are halfway there. Holy shit. It's 305 feet tall, and she was sitting on one of the feet, like in an upskirt kind of uh, pose, <laughs> position, you know, where she's just obviously in incredible uh, physical condition. Uh, she's a trainer. Hmm. We'll find out about that. But, uh, yeah, that guy, you got to give her credit. I mean, like, uh, you know, just for her physical conditioning. In fact, officials were amazed that she could pull off this kind of a free climb. National Park Service spokesman Jerry Willis said the facade, the facade of the monument there is a granite rock-like surface that the average person wouldn't be able to scale. Willis then had to literally bite his bottom lip to keep from saying something racist. <laughs> <laughs> But it is true. Uh, the average person certainly cannot scale it, to say the least. I mean, yeah. it's. I mean, well, the average person weighs. I mean, she, she's obviously just. Uh, you know, fit, I don't know. I I think she might have trained someplace like, uh, you know, like a terrorist camp or something. Yeah, like you need a flight license. She probably did some kind of flight, uh, is my guess, or a gliding of some sort. Uh, there are tall trees in the area. What, what, what do you? No, 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 no. <laughs> she was seen climbing oh, a dum dum. Okay. She didn't fly up there and jump out and land. I mean, I mean, wh where's the I, when I say train in a terrorist camp, what I'm saying is I, I think she's a communist. I think she's a communist operative from the Democratic Republic of Congo. She's been she's been a naturalized citizen for a number of years, but she's embedded now with these, uh, you know, these. These protesters and stuff. So I think that's the idea. You hook up with these protesters, and then you start. You take the protest one step further, and well, I'll, I'll give you some background on her. Maybe this will help. She, she, uh, like I said, she either worked or has worked as a personal trainer, which I bet she is a pretty tough trainer from the Democratic Republic of the Congo. You know, she's not going to let you slide on that last rep. Uh, she once filed a complaint with the New York City Commission on Human Rights. Seeking a judicial review and reversal of a determination, 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 which the commission had made regarding alleged incidents of abuse that she had suffered at a Staten Island social services agency where she worked. Now, she was, she, she, she was claimed abused. in 2000, which, first of all, social service agency, social services agency, and they, they're typically like a civic minded type bunch there you know what i mean like they're not yeah i don't i don't see i i don't know exactly maybe security it's, it's, guard it, it, like, it, it, you know like, weird there'd be a problem there you know but if she got wily and then there's a security guard she's like this whole building fucked me up that could be exactly <laughs> what happened well you think she tried to climb that building too <laughs> yeah yeah Jander on the second floor had like a mop handle he's like hitting her hands with She's like, I'm just trying to climb. She claimed in 2005 that she was, quote, treated in a demeaning manner by her bosses. And if, uh, in 2005, if I remember correctly, I think that year we were all treated in a demeaning manner by, by our bosses. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah that, that's what I was Tell thinking. Tell me about it. Now, she said uh, she was also told uh, she would be fired for complaining of discrimination. And that sounds yeah. awfully illegal. That does actually sound like a wrong I, 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 that seems so. I, do you but think you know what? I just, there's something about a lady like this I just don't trust. No, no, you're right. <laughs> it, it's like this uh, the world's out to get me kind of thing, you know, and that mentality does stem. I've seen it firsthand, you know, like uh, living in, in the city. It feels like, mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, when we used to live in the city, there is this whole like 
you know, the the grander scheme of this area is to fuck me over. You think everybody's conspiring mm. against you. Some people could adapt that mentality. Really? That that of was the, the general feeling is yeah. that the landscape here well, is anti me. Yeah. Well, because like, you know, you're if you go to human resources or the civil services is where she claimed abuse. She has a uh, pleasant What was it? Social services. Social yeah. services. Yeah. So, you know, they they have um, city people sometimes. I think when they you know they have welfare things like that, it's a certain level of you guys aren't even helping me out. Like if there's any snag in the system, they experience it and then they'll curse out the whole building. You know, it's not just mm. whatever happened here sucked. It's like this is a grander scheme to fuck me over. I'm gonna climb. Right. Somebody. It always seems like you're 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 forgetting your ID card for something at the wrong time and then you can't like get your food anyway or whatever. I've had days like that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people it's just like having every document is a bit of a challenge sometimes, you know. So yeah. when you have like uh more documents, I guess, you know, I, it's it, my my suspicion of hers is it, it, it all stems. I, I you know what I don't know. Like, look, I'm not trying to hire this woman for a job or anything, so I can say it. I, her national origin, I like that that uh, communist background that she's got. Oh yeah, that definitely plays into a factor too. Yeah, and it's uh, part of the communist mission. You know, I mean, this is just this is not about politics. This is just about. Uh, Communism <laughs> mentality, yeah, it's, it really is like uh, their place is set. And even though you know you're naturalized here and you live in in America for a while, there's things you don't shake when you believe the world to be a certain way. And uh, a communist atmosphere is, from what I've heard, you know, uh, yeah, it, it that's what you were raised in. You'll, you'll never break that. That's like that's just how you think now. Well, I don't know. Like some of these people, like you know, look at uh, Yakov Smirnov, you know. Grew up in Russia, came to this country. He's like, "What a country!" And then he just he, he basically never looked back, except to, I mean to compare the two countries all the time, you know. But he's not a woman. In in, in Russia, Statue of Liberty climbs you, you know. <laughs> he's he's also uh, he's a man, not a woman. Oh, that's right, that's right. He is a man. I forgot. Like kind of that is decisive. Okay, well, you know, um, here's the other thing about it, though. Is that like she's not? She doesn't love this country. She's not grateful, like happy, thinking it's great and all that shit. She's like always having. Pro- she's got problems with her social services. She got fined one time forty five hundred dollars because she put a bunch of her uh, uh, trying to advertise, you know, for her services as a uh, what do you call it, a personal trainer. Oh yeah. How did she? How do you get fined? And for she, that? she put out like she put out like five hours worth, like like you know. She got five, she got sixty counts of like like sixty tickets, I guess you know, mm-hmm. and she gave them all out on Sunday on a Sunday for five hours, and then they find her like the what do you call it Department of Sanitation, Sanitation. Oh. They find her uh, forty five hundred big ones, which uh, you know whatever. I, that's neither here nor there, but it's just like like I, I I've never known anybody who's run afoul of the Department of Sanitation for forty five hundred bucks. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. So odd. That's what I'm fascinated by, yeah. just that concept alone of, like, uh, so it's not the advertising uh, advertising aspect. It's, like, the, the paper trail that you leave, like, the actual papers or litter. Yeah, what was it was so, you know, like, because people put up, they post things all the time. You have to post it someplace where you're just, like, this is definitely bad. 
you know? Yeah, somewhere I don't know. Maybe nothing. maybe she put them all out on, like, garbage trucks, uh, like under the wipers, and they're like, ah, no, fuck this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We told you not to do this. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so she was brought back down. Let's go back up to the Statue of Liberty where she still is. Uh, the two detectives there, they were skillful hmm. and brave and... Uh, you know, uh, they, it was a death-defying thing, you know, to rescue her. I mean, like, it's a, they do it all the time. Emergency Services Unit of uh, NYPD. Uh, one of them was uh, Detective Brian Glack, and he said that just at the beginning, she basically threatened to push us off, push the ladder off. So that was her first thing. She basically threatened to to murder them. Yeah. Pushing the ladder off. I mean, you'd, you'd, you'd very likely die falling 100 feet off a ladder. Officials said the Congolese woman was specifically protesting President Trump's zero-tolerance policy on immigration and separating families at the border, which doesn't happen anymore. And uh, from her high perch, she told cops she wasn't coming down, see, until all the children have been released. says she was protesting U.S. immigration policies. Only a stupid, unintelligent, coward, and insecure, I will add, a maniac, with a tender aged child from its mother. Wow. Cause that's how it works. Yeah. You 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 climb up someplace high like a kitty and uh you refuse to come down until until they release the children. That's how America yeah. works. You act like a child to save a child. <laughs> I'm not going. All right, well, we're going to leave. You ever have that where your parents, like, they leave you? Like, all right, well, I'm just going to leave. Instead of trying to grab you and, like, drag you to the car. Like, oh, and it always stay. works. And they try to leave. So stupid. I, I, I just a hundred times over wish that I just would l- let them go. Just call their bluff. All right, bye. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking staying here. I'm telling you. You're not scared. Yeah, me. I, you know, and what, you know what? I'm still not putting on my shoes. Yeah, so I hate putting on my shoes. I, it's, it's, it's very, uh, it's a very strange way to, yeah, like, because they got her down. They risked their lives. They got her off the statue. And as far as I know, the fucking children have not been released. Uh, but that's uh, maybe that's how it works in the Congo. You know, if you want the kids released, you climb something. Uh, due to uh, this Congo woman's stunt, the Liberty Island was evacuated, effectively shutting down a national monument, wow. arguably the most beloved symbol of America and freedom. On the very day when we celebrate that exact kind of shit. Yeah. See, this is why we don't need more people from shithole countries. They don't want to get along. No. They just they, don't. They wanna... We got problems. There's so many problems. And why introduce people who weren't invested in solving the problems? Because they, have, they just want to come here and kind of build like a, a nest... That was just like the old shithole that they just left. Yeah, they'll, they'll build some kind of hut. They say, "Oh, like I'll live up here on the Statue of Liberty. Why not?" <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's free. I'm looking at right now uh, a picture of her because um, now this is a, a, an addendum here to the story. Today's paper reports the headline here, and there she is pictured. It says, "No, I am not sorry." <laughs> And she's wearing a, a black a black shirt with white lettering that says "White supremacy is terrorism." Jesus Christ! She's not sorry for taking uh, for ruining everybody's day. Hundreds of people had to leave; they didn't get to have their outing. That's silly. I mean, and uh, she she's she said this was for kids. This was for caged children. 
<laughs> and what did you do for these caged children yeah. exactly? They know about it. They're appreciative. Yeah, they, 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 they maybe they didn't, they didn't see it or hear about it, but they know. They know. One, one That's what she says. I think, but I think the message was sent. No child belongs in a cage. Staten Islander told. Uh, she said that outside court. And uh, she made the statements there uh, at the New Federal Courthouse. She's charged with trespassing, interference with government agency functions, and disorderly conduct. They should charge her with sedition. <laughs> what is sedition? I want to get that. I don't know what that uh, is. It's, 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 like, it's sort of like treason, but uh, oh. before you pull it off, I guess. Yeah, it's a seditious acts, you know, like trying to take the government down a little bit. We barely enforce shit like that. We're very easy going when it comes to like we putting protesters first. We not we don't bother anybody. You know, it's it that's that's not easy. What's that to to, to put protesters to break, first? Yeah, to, to just break rules via protesting. Like we pretty lenient. Right. You I know, ten of those people who unfurled the banner were arrested, and I think the reason is because Liberty Island. I think the whole thing is like a national park, and if you're in a right, national okay. park, you're not supposed to be protesting. It's just kind of the deal. Sure. And and they it's were like excited about it. They tweeted about it and everything. You know these these like, you know these guys are squares. You know what I mean? They are total squares, and they are in love with Okaumau. It says uh, she, led the whole she pleaded not guilty at a hearing where she was treated like a rock star by supporters. <laughs> Who, this is uh, from the today's New York Post, who packed the courtroom wearing pro-immigrant T-shirts. So come out, blue kisses, waved to the crowd, prompting a man to shout, we love you. That's great. That, uh, I, know ex- I know that exact guy. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. I don't know him. I've seen him. I know who he is, though. I know exactly what he's like. And he is not a good person. He's not yeah, a worthwhile person. To, and he's not good at fucking his wife. From a hat. It's no, he's awful at fucking his wife, and he leaves. He has a nylon hat on. It's mesh in the back, and like a solid, you know, nylon in front. It's like pink, neon pink. Mm-hmm. And it has like some whatever is running, like a five k that he did two years ago. Like I'm with and her. He, oh right. Yeah, like I'm with her four k, <laughs> and then uh, he's got like grayish salt and pepper hair. Come, it's long though, popping out the hat. And he goes to Maine to fish and shit. Oh, I gotcha. You know, sandals, I gotcha. Shorts. I was thinking of a. Uh, I was thinking, but I think you're right about that because it has to be one of those older guys, like a guy, like a you know, and it can't be an old guy with a ponytail and gray hair because that guy's stoned and he doesn't have any energy. <laughs> and it can't be the young guy because he's got the baby and the papoose that's taking a nap. <laughs> So it's got to be that guy. Uh, <laughs> uh, it says the love fest continued outside as a cow mow wearing a T-shirt, like I said, bearing the slogan, white supremacy is terrorism. That's uh, Then she she quoted uh, former first lady Michelle Obama. I think quoting <laughs> former first lady Michelle Obama is that's terrorism. Terrorism. It's, like, that's not, it's too current to quote. You know, first of all. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let's see, what is she saying? She goes, Michelle Obama, our beloved first lady that I care so much about. Now now I'm convinced she's a communist. Convinced. She said, said, when they go low, we go high. And I went as high as I could. (laughs) That's great. Okama said to laughter. 
uh, it says she remained silent when asked about people who had saved their money to visit the symbol of freedom on the 4th of July and were denied entry because of her stunt. Mm. Her lawyer, Rhea Treviti, said, hopefully they know that there are people out there, like Patricia, a cowmo, uh, trying to protect their civil liberties, uh, which I which I would have faith that they treasure more than a trip to the Statue of Liberty. So that takes a lot of things for granted right there, doesn't it? Like, a, Oh, it's one or the other. Basically, I can go to the Statue of Liberty or I can have my civil liberties. Yeah. Either I want kids in cages or I'd like to uh, bring my family to uh, the symbol of, uh, uh, you know, Americana on right. America Day. This, yeah. Says that, the, you know, uh, Rhea Traviti says that she's fighting for our civil rights. Trying to protect our civil liberties. Which of my civil liberties did you protect by ruining my day? Hmm. Hmm. Well. No, you're not sorry. What an answer. What, what, what kind of a disingenuous bullshit fuckhead answer that is, you know, protecting your civil liberties. Like, as if, you know what I'd like to do? I'd like to have my civil liberties and also visit the Statue of Liberty. Sorry. You can't do I'd it. Like, I'd like to do like to do both. No, you like kids in cages is what that is. Because uh, <laughs> why should you go to the epitome, the physical representation of, of liberty and freedom, when we don't, we have such discord? You're America? right. You're right. I shouldn't, like, I shouldn't get to. Yeah, it's, it's a, she, yeah. Why? I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop you from going to. It's a, it's a fluke. I'm visiting. Uh, I'm having a good time. And, and being on an island, Liberty Island, with my family. When really what I should be doing, I should be putting my kids in cages. Yes. Yeah. As part of some kind of a protest. Like, I'm going to leave them in here until we release the children. I like that. We're, we're going to release all the children at once. We're going to, everybody, put your kids in cages. Mm-hmm. The kids aren't taken away from their families anymore. That's just. No. People don't really. By the way, you know what John Adams' last words were? No, it's that. Well, it's widely reported that his last words were, Thomas Jefferson survives. They were frenemies. Yeah. These two. <laughs> yeah. They they didn't always get along. They they had a period, I think, at the beginning and the end. Where they, but during the middle, they were, you know, one was a federalist and one was like a states rights kind of. I think it was, uh, yeah. What's his name? Uh, John Adams was more of a federalist. He, he liked to favor a strong federal government. Thomas Jefferson's kind of like, oh, you know, fuck Sally Hemings, you know. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Thomas, and he was wrong. Thomas, Thomas Jefferson was dead, in fact. They just hadn't gotten word yet. Oh, wow. Because yeah, they didn't yeah. have Twitter back then, and nobody knew when the fuck anybody did anything. So, yeah. And, and But here, the fact is, the last word was indistinct. And imperfectly uttered. So it was Thomas Jefferson's something. But, the, but they've, they've gone with survives because, you know, I mean, it's like American history. It's two presidents, you know. Yeah, but it yeah. might have been like, Thomas Jefferson sucks ass. You know what I mean? Like, what it is, yeah. <laughs> I think sucks. Yeah, it could, survive sucks. They're like, we're just going to say survive. Suck it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> His last words were Thomas Jefferson suck it. <laughs> yeah. High profile down. case. <laughs> Harvey Weinstein 
Oh, we, who we we're going to call know? Wine Stain, I think. The Wine Stain. Harvey Wine Stain could now go Oklahoma? away. One more for thing life. to note on Okoma that I. Oh, 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 yeah, of course. Because I really think it, it's parallel to like that. Uh, Remember, there's that clip that we show on Crime Report sometimes where it's uh, the dancing contest and the one lady puts both of her legs behind her head and she lights her pussy on fire? Yeah. That's a comow. So the 39 of the people, they didn't climb. They held a banner, but she climbed the shit on her own. Yes. She set her she pussy climbed. on fire. Yeah. It, she, you, by, by you're using that as like a metaphor for, um, for that chick. going the extra mile. Yeah, when there's a lot of people, and then around, coming out to do another dance it. with bandages all over your yep. your inner thighs. Mm-hmm. That's a woman who really, really wants to dance and show her vagina partially, yeah. yes. badly. Yes, I have never seen anything like that woman setting her pussy on fire. That I mean, like it's it's there 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 are like. A ton of videos of people online setting themselves on fire, mm-hmm. and it's uh, it's always there's a, just the instant that they're on fire, they seem so surprised by <laughs> by it. You know, yeah, it's like yeah. it, it's like it was an accident, but they but they clearly dumped lighter fluid on themselves and lit it, and it's like, oops. Yeah, they <laughs> and they're, just, know. they're like, oh and, shit, I got to get this fire off. Yeah, I want it out immediately. So what's I mean, the that's not... point. It's like right the moment right before igni- ignition. They're like, "This is a great idea. I'm going to be able to handle this." And immediately, there's not even one second of of like this is going exactly as I planned it. Right, like a hot pepper that you're holding in your mouth or something, and being like, "Okay," <laughs> it's just like it's like having a hot coal in your mouth. It's it's fire. I mean, like, look. I mean. <laughs> When do you, that's the first thing that you learn that's hot, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, by the way, fire is hot. I think that's, like, one of the things they tell the doctor you. doctor says that as you, like, like cuts your umbilical cord. Fire's hot. Yeah. And it it's, passes it's, you uh, down, they powder you up. Whatever. Fire's pretty, but don't touch it. Okay, Harvey Weinstein can now go away for life. The stakes have been raised in the criminal case against film mogul Weinstein, upping the ante, a third accuser who testified in the Manhattan... Uh, in a Manhattan courtroom to a grand jury last Friday. This third accuser, uh, who accuses Weinstein of committing a forcible sexual act in 2006, establishes an alleged pattern of criminal sexual assault, which enables the DA now to add to Weinstein's suddenly Susan rap sheet two Mm -hmm. counts of predatory sexual assault. And uh, if there's one thing... Harvey Weinstein doesn't currently need it. It's a PSA. And and these are some of the most serious charges in New York's penal code. And they put Weinstein all in. If convicted, he faces life behind bars. She just got real. What a, what a fall from grace. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I mean, uh, just, just bums me out for some reason. Just a few days ago, he was just a guy just accused of regular sexual assault, you know, looking at 10 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Damn. What a fall from grace. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's true, man. Really. So much worse. I thought he was a good guy, you know, just yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Just like, okay. It's like, he'll he'll bounce back. Oh, so it's bad. Okay. Oh. Yeah, well, there's a pattern of predatory sexual assault, apparently. So that's what this establishes. Now, what I don't understand is if, like, is how they can do that just based on accusations. I mean, I, I, they're credible ac- accusations, apparently. Credible enough for a grand jury to be like, okay, sure. But 
what if only two of them end up being convicted? Then how do you? Then I guess you don't get to send somebody away for life. Would they go a twenty-five to life thing? Because this is because there's no life. pattern. It was it's ten minimum, uh-huh. and then uh, up to life. Up to life. So I don't know how it works, but the new indictment stems from an old allegation by production assistant uh, Mimi Halai, or Halii. I really don't know how to pronounce her name. Don't care. Uh, she said that in 2006, Weinstein invited her into his Soho family home, held her down on one of his children's beds, pulled out her tampon and performed oral sex on her while she begged him to stop. Bold move, but as the man says, always be closing. <laughs> I just hope that kid is a sound sleeper, you know? <laughs> right there on the kid's bed, you know? You know what these are? They're bloody tampons. <laughs> uh, Weinstein's uh, arraignment... Scheduled for Monday, July 9th. In a statement, Weinstein's lawyer, Ben Braffman, made it 100% clear that in Weinstein's view, all of the allegations against Weinstein are false. That Weinstein expects Weinstein to be fully vindicated. And as the interactions with Weinstein were consensual, it's unjustified to charge Weinstein as a predator. Hmm. So... That's uh, his point of view, uh, which as a defense attorney seems uh, appropriate. Uh, he's also charged related to an... Ele- now, well, what did you think of that? Now, I, do, you, do you go down on that uh, bat oh, wings? Oh, th- that particular, like the act itself? Um, yeah. I've, I've, yeah, I've kind of let the moment uh, get the best of decision making, you know, quite a few times, you know, in the bedroom. Once you're in it, you're in it. This isn't uh, sanitary, but it is feels mandatory. But uh, I well, it's more... like it's it's like I, it's like Joe told me when I was only fourteen years old. A woman's pussy's cleaner than her mouth. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And uh, they don't bite you; they smell fear. Uh, yes, they also <laughs> do. <laughs> they won't attack unless yeah. They're yeah. more of, basically vaginas are more afraid of you than you are of them. Yeah. Their sight is based on movement. Their sense of smell, really, is what they get around with. <laughs> yeah, they can smell uh, blood in the water from over 50 miles away. Uh, yeah. yeah just a, we're talking about a teaspoon or a drop of blood they can smell and zero in on. Yeah, they um, need to feed. But what, usually when they bump into the boat, it's just because they sense an electrical impulse or something. Mm-hmm. And they're just checking it out just yeah. to see what it is. Yeah, yeah, and they're not trying to eat you. And sometimes when you pull up a net and you see these these six these six packs, you know, these these things that hold the six packs together and then they're yeah. stuffed with vaginas and you think like these vaginas did not have to die. Yeah, you gotta cut those. We do it in our family. You cut them, cut them, cut them. Now uh he's also charged no, I don't know about the I I'll go down on it, but I'm not gonna take the tampon tampon out. No. To, to lick the pussy. No, you leave the tampon in to preserve the flame, and you don't want it coming out. You're not excited for the blood. Right, of so course you not. keep it contained. There's no reason for it to... From whence it came. To, to, that you would be trying to exacerbate the flow here. Yeah, that's, that's a finishing move. 
right when she's, mm. you know, at the pinnacle of sensation, you rip it out like you're trying to start a lawnmower, and she mm-hmm. goes nuts. Yeah, it's 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 sort of like anal beads. It is exactly. Yeah, and and, uh, and then, but I mean, like you're you're gonna obviously yank it out and then fill it back up again with your dick. Mm-hmm. You know, and by then she ain't begging you to stop no more because she is, you know, hot to trot. Yeah, hot to trot. Hot. What did she think was going to happen when she let him take her to his Soho home? And lay her down on his kid's bed and hold her down and not let her get up. What did she? What did she think she, that was that was leading to? I don't know. I mean, like, did she think, oh, he's holding me down, you know, not letting me up? I'm still comfortable, so cool, you know. Wait, what did you think was going to happen? I mean, Where I hate to blame the story? victim, but I mean, like, you put yourself in that position. Uh, he's also charged. Uh, sorry to interrupt, but but uh, so much material uh, related to an allegation by Lucia Evans. Dating back to 2004. So these cases are 10 years and 12 years old. Or no, no, longer, 12 and 14 years old. Uh, you know, but at the risk of taking, now this is something I have to say, at the risk of uh, just taking the, the hard-won credibility earned over seven years of dutiful, accurate, and objective reporting and throwing it on the floor and just squatting Duke, shitting on every square inch of it and never, ever cleaning it up, uh... I do need to say the following story is disgusting. It is disgusting. And it's a sad commentary on the state of the whole industry. Uh, spotlights a whole, uh, like a type of behavior, really, which puts on display kind of a certain, I don't know, it's a contemporary attitude. One that has become epidemic, both in this business, some other businesses, and it affirms a lack of integrity and, and a lack of respect. Uh, it's ugly. Uh, but here goes. The aspiring actress claims that Weinstein forced her to perform oral sex on him. And that's the problem. A lot of women aspire to be actresses, but few actresses aspire to be performers. Hmm. Performers. <laughs> right. right. <That laughs> he had to force her to perform. You can't. But she aspires to act. Better. If you aspire to act, you better you better be down to perform. That's right. Sometimes your mouth is what helps you stand out. That's right. The gift of gag. All right. Your face cunt. That's right. Women have three cunts. You know, they have a front cunt, a back cunt, and a face cunt. (laughs) Women have a face. There's a face cunt. My Louis is trying to be Dan Rather, you know, and it's sad. All right, well. Louis faggot. No one wants to be forced mouth first onto a hearty mouthful of hard Harvey Weinstein's movie mogul man junk, but there, but there's no business like blow business, <laughs> <laughs> and no business I know is always appealing. I mean, have you ever seen a movie so bad that you wondered how many dicks were sucked to get this made? It'd be a great movie rating system. <laughs> Three dicks, yeah. yeah. I give it three yeah, fully. It's somewhere in the middle. Except you have to go up to 100, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, there's a lot of people involved. Uh, Gaffer. Just sometimes uh, it's got to be 100 dicks. Like, I think that there's probably, like, some movies that are so bad that some executive is like, suck my dick 50 times. <laughs> <laughs> and throughout life you could, like, I've printed coupons. 
And I yeah, and I want to. I mean, just when I call, you come over and suck my dick because this is like this. I this is an embarrassment. Yeah, the guy's like on vacation. He's like in Bermuda with his family. He's like, all right, hold on, I got a phone call. He pulls out his phone and he sees the name on the thing, and it's that executive. He's like, oh god damn. It. He's like, oh Jesus, that movie was six years ago. <laughs> Yeah, but he's got, he has only used, <sighs> he's got to pray for some kind of accident to happen. I still yeah. owe him 47 dick socks. They're not. This is yeah. a nightmare. This is a literal nightmare. All right. Uh, <laughs> hey, fam. Enjoy. So uh, here's the rest of the story. Aspiring actress Lucia Evans, she told the New Yorker magazine about the incident where Weinstein from 2004, is when this happened, uh, and she explained she was in college when she met Weinstein. And he offered to introduce her because they met at a discotheque or something, you know, a club. And uh, he offered to introduce her to a casting executive, okay, when they met. Which, uh, what she apparently didn't know is that Weinstein's dick happened to work in casting. (laughs) And little Harvey had recently gotten a big promotion. And when she came in for a meeting at his Miramax office in Tribeca, he told her... uh, Mm-hmm. Th- that she would, quote, be great for Project Runway if she lost weight. And then he whipped out his dick and forced her head down on it. <laughs> oh, wow. That is a Hollywood meeting in a nutshell. Yeah, it's El Clasico. Like, you would be great on Project Runway. Maybe lose 35 pounds. Suck it. <laughs> You've been negged. You've been uh, given, like, hope. Of, of success. You've been duly negged. You have your carrot. Yeah. And uh, you you have your low self-esteem. And you're not doing this entirely willingly. Yeah, in that moment. But you're going to wait a while before you say anything. Because, you know, shit. Uh, you got to wait till the, the wind's blowing in the right direction. Make sure your career actually doesn't go anywhere. Because if, if this chick would have won an Oscar, she wouldn't be me-tooing him right now. Mm-hmm. You know, Gwyneth Paltrow's not me-tooing me him. Yeah. So... Because she won an Oscar. If things fell into place. And I think they, they had a deal. Back, like I'd like to remove that chunk. You're grateful. All I had. It'd be like, by the way, I'm accusing you of rape. Uh, you know, no, I didn't want to do that. You are my Grammys. Back. You fat ass. <laughs> you fat pockmarked Jew. Yeah. Why would I want to suck your dick? Oh, because you got all the. This guy proves what Trump was saying on the TMZ tape, though. They will let you grab him in the pussy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But- you grab him by the pussy, force her head down, jerk off on a plant, whatever. I got the money and the power and Hollywood, blah, blah, blah. Yes, that's it. Suck but it. here's the thing is, like, they're more... I feel like there's a very different dynamic where Donald wouldn't have to do that, you know? And Donald wouldn't, obviously, you know? But I think because he's the one... Weinstein's the one capable of yesing a thing into existence... For these women? Oh, sure. You know, it, 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 Donald doesn't hold a carrot over their head. He's like, I have so many no. carrots. I have a world full of carrots. I could bite yeah, any one a, of them. So you I, I'm eating them. a carrot right now. Yeah, he's, he's chewing you know, and they're coming up to him. It's kind of rude. He's eating. Uh, I'm eating a 24-carat carrot. carrot. <laughs> uh, Fabergé <laughs> on the side. It's great. Okay. Carrots and eggs. My favorite. <laughs> Look, I, now I don't. I don't. I can't get can't get all hung up on Trump. These women are like not. They are impossible to suppress. Cyrus Vance. Cyrus Vance is the DA here in Manhattan, and he uh, sort of passed on an opportunity to uh, what do you call it? Uh, prosecute him before try and get an indictment, and they act as if it's because 
that he just let him go, and this is like a makeup call, so that's why he's throwing the book at him. Oh, I don't I think see. so. There, there was really nothing there before. If you listen to the recording that they had to go by, it's just like, uh, she's like, why did you grow me last night? And she has him over a barrel because she's in the hallway. I mean, we've talked about this on the show before. And he's just trying to get her in the room. He's like, okay, I'm sorry, whatever, just come on in. You know, <laughs> it's yeah. like, he's not, it hardly really works as a confession, although it is put out there in the news that it is a fucking confession. Yeah, odd. That is odd, huh? Because really, he's acting like a guy would when somebody's, you know, uh, really in the border of public area and private area, you're on the private mm-hmm. side. You're like, come into private. You're making like a scene. Like, of course I'm acting weird. Just come inside. I'll get you some water. You're fucking being nuts. You, she could have said, anything. yeah, just come in for five minutes and then you can leave. Just don't. I, I can't be arguing with you in the hallway. No, you weirdo. About that, didn't he say something about a shower in that tape or was it, no? It was just water or a drink. No, he just says, I'm sorry. They take I'm sorry as a confession. And, the only, um, and it's not even I'm sorry, like, listen, I'm dreadfully sorry about that. It's just like, it's it's in the same tone as come in the yeah, room. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm a famous guy. Uh, I'm not going to hurt you. you know? sure. <laughs> it's it, like That's the only physical evidence, really, of it, right? The other things are accusations, like these two, the 14. Yeah, yeah. No, there's nothing. There's that. That's the only, and that's not even physical evidence, but that's like a... Yeah. You know, that, that, this taped confession that they claim they have. That, as far as I know, that's the only evidence. There's no, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, like there is no, I don't, I don't think it's a rape kit or whatever. More to, to really throw it was a groping, for Christ's sake. Yeah, I don't know. It was a groping. He touched her breast. That's what that is. He touched her fucking, he allegedly touched her breast. He touched the breast. Yeah, that's I don't like that you cool. touched my breast. He's like, oh, yeah, okay, whatever. I'm sorry. That's I don't know. Just something you blurt out just to shut a bitch up when she's in the hallway and won't just come in and shut up. Now, uh, anyway, I, there's two things going on here, and, and uh, I would certainly say that this proves that the unpleasantness of sexual assault, like most everything else, is relative. You know, like I bet the dick mouth Lucia Evans uh, would have preferred the uh, Mimi Hali treatment there, you know. Uh, but uh, here's an interesting thing, too. We had a an EMT accused of raping a ten year old uh, in Queens, in a Queens home. Uh, this is an odd one. Now, there was a house party going on, and this guy found himself upstairs, found himself all the way upstairs in the kid's room, on top of the ten year old. Uh, his name is France uh, France Petion, and he looks like a gay guy. Uh, by the way, just, I don't know, that, that doesn't matter too much, but... But it was a boy. In the photo, I remember uh, Seth and I covered this before. He's a boy. He's a boy. He's a man. 25 years old, He's and he's locked up uh, on $500,000 bond since March, when he allegedly snuck into the child's attic bedroom and attacked her while she was sleeping. Oh, it was her. Pettyan's lawyer, John DeMeo, called his client's bail an inequality of justice. When compared to Weinstein's, the movie producer who was accused of rape and sexual assault against two women, three now, is free on $1 million bail and under GPS monitoring via ankle bracelet. My client has a single witness unlikely to testify. (laughs) Wow. I mean, she's 10. I'm going to destroy her on cross, okay? (laughs) Trust me. Yeah. She's not only that, but she's traumatized. I mean, she doesn't want to be there doing this. Let me t- she she is going to break down on the stand if you put her up there. Uh, 
my client has a, a single witness unlikely to testify. Well, that, that's an, an unfortunate thing. Uh, Harvey Weinstein has a hundred accusers. Actually, has three. Uh, DeMeo argued in Queen Supreme Court. He has outrageous bail, impossible for an honorable, good family to meet. Hmm. I would ask that this type of inequality of circumstances between these two defendants be considered. Uh, the prosecutor, one Jackie Rizk, blasted DeMeo's argument. Having none of it, I don't care. Said, I don't care about Harvey Weinstein. The evidence against Petion is compelling. Uh-huh. And Judge Richard Buckter agreed, saying there is no basis to reduce this bail. If anything, it could be set higher. Wow. That'd be great if they actually raised the fucking bail. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, w- I would love that. Punish like the John Bender from uh, Breakfast Club thing. Yeah. 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 You, you, you want to go, go for a million in bail? <laughs> You want to go for a million? A million you mess with the bull, you get the horns. Oh, go ahead. Give me another one. Uh-huh. I got you for the rest of your natural born life. Then he does a fucking double uh, Yeah, yeah. Mess with the bull, get the horns. There is there is no basis to reduce his bail if anything could be higher. Harvey Weinstein is not accused of raping a 10-year-old. You're worse than Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. You are worse. That's what he's saying. You want to hear what's worse? My God. Some of the things that happen in this fucking town. Now, there's a story we will be covering. It is the story of the last two weeks. And it happens in the Boogie D, the birthplace of hip-hop and home to the botanical G. Uh, Boogie Down Outrage smolders still in the bug. As diligent city tabloid reporters dump dutiful ink on every aspect of the multiple machete cut-down murder of a truly innocent young victim, affectionately known as Junior. 15-year-old Lissandro Guzman Feliz, a.k.a. Junior, was dragged out of a boogie-down bee bodega by members of the Trinitario gang. In surveillance video, Junior can be seen holding onto the door as he's being pulled by the hood of his hoodie out of the Cruz and Cheeky Grocery in Belmont, East 183rd Street, Bathgate Avenue. Open till dark. Uh, the video clearly shows the frenzied attack. Now the men uh, repeatedly jabbing and thrusting their knives into the teen's torso, slashing overhand with machetes. Melee spills out of frame before we see Junior still being stabbed. On his feet, fights his way back inside the bodega when a man in a red cap slips up behind Junior puts his blade against the front of his neck and in what law enforcement believes is a death blow, quickly slashes his throat before running away. Unconsciously, or unconscionably senseless, uh, random murder of an innocent 15-year-old boy. Just a horrible thing. Yeah, that's that's really, uh, that was cinematic, <clears throat> the way that that happened. I saw all of it, and it was very uncomfortable. You get pulled by the hoodie. First of all, that's fucking awful. And then you think you're, you're mm. back in the bodega and you're safe. And then it's it's really like like a horror movie finish, finished off, slit to the throat, mm-hmm. dramatic. Uh, a con- yeah, because he's right at the door. So how many was it? He's right five at the door. But like the five against one? Six. Uh, you know, I mean, like about six, five or six. And uh, there's now ten people. They're looking for an 11th who were charged, including the kingpin, who they I think they rolled on. 
and they've been cracking down the NYPD so much on these Trinitarios. This is a Dominican gang that started in uh, Rikers Island in 1992, and then it spilled out into the uh, rest of the world, or the real, the real New York City outside of Rikers. Sure. Started by three guys there in uh, in Rikers and uh, Trinitarios. Uh, there's three uh, founders, I guess, of the Dominican Republic, and that's what it, the the name represents. Wow. Okay. Whoa. So. That could still theoretically be going there. There could be converts happening as we speak, and then when they get released, because it's only like, a, or they get sentenced to, you know, two things happen to people in Rikers, right? They get released back into the world, or they face a higher sentence elsewhere, right? Yeah, they get sent upstate to, you know, but some of them, some other Clinton Correctional, some or of them just serve their sentence be and come out. Like, well, they do if it's if it's a year or less, exactly. so, or if so it's less a than a year or something like that. There's a turnaround rate. There's a community of people that go in and they're meant to be going out. And you know, what if they're converted in there? I wonder if that Trinitarios is still uh, growing. Oh, it's growing. Uh, yeah, it's the fastest growing gang in New York City. Oh, shit, it's uh, it's an extremely violent, scary uh, sort of a gang, uh, mostly in. Upper Manhattan and the Bronx. That's where it's kind of concentrated. And uh, more in New York City than anywhere else. But, you know, they're down in Georgia, a little bit on the West Coast, I think, D.C. They are, uh, you know, they started off as three guys in a, you know, in a holding cell someplace yeah. uh, in Rikers Island. So, like, uh, yeah, they're doing they're doing fine. But, uh, like I said, eight, they eight ten now. Uh, these are... These guys are uh, so we'll have more on that story later, but um, but I did want to mention it because man, oh man, and there's a lot going on with the story too, because it was supposed to be like uh, they thought he was involved in some sex tape, this kid, and they thought that, and then they thought it was a mistaken identity. They thought he was involved with it, but uh, it what happened is this guy just put a hit out on this guy because gangs, it's like the mafia, I guess, came down from the. The kingpin could hit out on a guy who looks a lot like this guy. Oh, so we don't know why he looks just like the guy he put a hit on. He he looks just like the guy he put a hit on. This uh, poor junior, poor junior was going to be a cop. He wanted to be a cop when he grew up. He dreamed of being a police officer, and he was enrolled and like already like he'd made some commitment towards it. It was not just like daily news bullshit, yeah, yeah. you know, aspiring architect crap. It's like for real. Uh, really good kid and, and like a real loss and, and like uh, murder in the Bronx up like 69% or yeah. something like that oh, this year fuck. so far. Yeah, it's crazy. No Bronx, to... uh, and we're just, it is just now getting hot. So, oh yeah, that's right. The crime there's a, a shit ton of murder going on, I hope nothing to which I, that's, I think that's a Jerry Lee Lewis song. Right? <laughs> shit ton of murder going on. There's a shit ton of murder going on. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be the, that's got to be in the show. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, ton of murder going on. Oh, Hilda, Hilda, Hilda. Hey, uh, Monday is going to be a, a fantastic show. Hell yeah! It's going to have uh, Ralph Friedman. Yeah, he's a uh, man. I, I I believe I played some of his. Uh, yeah, I played some conversations with with him on on the show before. You might have heard he. Uh, but but the interview, like a whole thing, uh, is amazing that was just on compound and like you could see it and everything turn it it comes from the top that was the big special i was very proud of that because it's yes. like uh it's weird it's pretty weird it's got a lot of stuff in it yeah, it does. 
But the conversation with Ralph is the centerpiece, and then I did end up like, you know what? I'm cutting the bullshit. This thing needs to all just come out as is. So Ralph Friedman, if you don't know, is the star of ID's uh, Street Justice of the Bronx, and he wrote Street Warrior. And now he's like, what is the street stuff? Well, he was a cop, a detective, the most highly decorated detective in NYPD history, and four confirmed kills, and he talks about this stuff. It's like... Uh, Nothing to him. To say, yeah, they uh, they shot him in the neck. You know, uh, he's got great uh, insights on everything too. He was at Fort Apache, the Bronx, back in the seventies, the most frightening, dangerous neighborhood on earth, on earth, not just in the city, possibly in the world, in history, also. In in, in it's the most dangerous thing that ever happened. It's more dangerous than falling out of an airplane with no parachute. Yeah, That's how dangerous the Bronx was. But all, you know, all, all, all kidding aside, Ralph Friedman, and that's 7.30. And here's the thing about Compound Media now. Starting Monday, and if you're listening to this on Monday the 9th, great. Because it's a live call-in show, and you, can, and you can watch it even if you're not subscribed to Compound Media. Mondays are going to be available at compoundmedia.com. You will be seeing me interviewing Ralph Friedman for no money. Wow, that's true. You can just watch it. You can just watch it live. It's like a bonus deal. That's amazing. Now, I know it's been a couple of weeks since I put out a show. Boy, do I ever feel bad when that happens. I I feel terrible when that happens. Uh, it, it just My life doesn't feel right, and, uh, you know, it's my personal shit, and I don't mean to vent on you, but it's uh, it's a fact. Well, this week you'll have Monday, too. My interview with Ralph Freeman. Watch me do it. And uh, you'll be there too, right? Yes, I will. Ryan Cassie Rivera in the booth. In the booth. In, in the, it's the booth, isn't it? The booth. The booth. With a T, I put a T. But you don't have to. It's uh, optional. Okay, yeah. That's, that's sort of like one of those... Uh, it, it's like the punctuation that you don't necessarily need. I saw somebody add an umlaut over cooperate the other day. I was like, you pretentious motherfucker. Uh, cooperate. So, yeah. Monday, yeah, I think we got it. Oh, I, uh, cooperate. I thought it said cooper. Oh, umlaut. Oh, cooperate, right? Great. Now, uh, so, uh, yeah, Monday, 7.30, Monday, 7.30, July 9th, Compound Media, Dot com. Go to compoundmedia.com at that time. I'm on live. The number will be on the screen. You can call and talk, ask a question of Ralph Friedman, but you're going to want to see that interview because, and just, just hearing him talk, just, it's, it's an experience. And uh, he's you know, a great dude. And his book is Street Warrior, and uh, you should pick it up. Now, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to sign off now. This, this other story that comes from Suffolk County is a real motherfucking doozy. But uh, well, it's just gonna have to, it's gonna have to wait for another time. It is, woof. My goodness, <laughs> it is a very irresponsible doctor who does some very gruff and irresponsible shit with a pair of forceps. Gruff. And uh, yeah, he, you use words very intentionally, and usually, you know, spot on, accurate. It's pretty. You snipe with your words, so yes, pinpoint laser gruff. accuracy. Yeah, gruff in, in relation to any kind of medical attention right. uh, is bad. Was it, would you say just grizzly? Bad. Is, is it, or some of the deals? Grizzly? It's a. It's, it is grizzly. Oof. It is a grizzly. It's a grizzly. 
<laughs> it's the Grizzly event. The results were Grizzly. This is a real team. Just trust me. It's just, you know, next week, whenever you're listening to this again, uh, and, and I'll get as soon as possible, but it will not, it's not going to be another two weeks. I'll tell you that shit right now. I appreciate you guys like coming back, listening to the show. Uh, don't unsubscribe just because of some bullshit. You know, just like, I got to get a hold of me. Say, hey, you know what? Uh, I don't want you to use uh, the letter M anymore. I'll be like, all right, fine. Uh, take it out, you know. I don't care. I, I, I like that you listen. I need you to listen. If you're on the other side of the world. Southern Hemisphere people even. Australians. You're down in the Southern Hemisphere? Fucking nobody's down there. You are so outnumbered down there. We like listening to and uh, and now you're yeah. Go on, get. Slum <laughs> down here, these waves. We go surfing sometimes. Listen to New York City yeah. Crime Report with Pete Dixon. And uh, right. so 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 you you're you're an Australian guy, and I'm Andy Griffith. Andy Griffith, yeah, oh, he's great. He's great. He's well. <laughs> Wow, you know, you really spelled that. You really painted a picture there. Uh, we'll also be talking uh, about a sicko who's indicted in a sexual assault of, wow, it's in violent Brooklyn, so you know it's not going to be good. Uh, so once again, oh, I almost forgot. This is very important. Uh, live show is July 11th. That's this coming Wednesday. If you're in the city, come to it. If you can hear this, if you can hear the sound of my voice right now, come to this thing. And if you're from a non-contiguous state, I'm going to make the offer. Seth Barron will buy you a Harita's soda. Likely. If you're from a non-contiguous state and you come to this show, free Harita's soda on Seth Barron. So, keep it in mind. Uh, that's this coming Wednesday, 8 o'clock. Uh, and uh, I, you know what? The guest list, you'll have to see who the comedians are. Everybody's funny. Uh, the show will be amazing. It always is. Proud boys get in free. You hear that? Proud boys get in free. You know why? Because proud boys, man, did they ever fuck up Antifa last week? Oh, yeah. Portland. That punch, man, was amazing. Best punch. They can't knock that guy out. The guy's coming after him with a pole, and he's punching him in the face. Loved it. Did, was it me, or did they come out a little bit more uh, sort of, uh, I don't know, equipped? What, Antifa? No, the, the Proud Boys. Proud like, Boys they had, they like, some of them had, like, Defensive <laughs> mechanisms. Um, Antifa has offensive things like batons. Uh, concealed knives. ball bearings. Yeah, yeah, they're dirty. They, they have like biological material, hazmat that they'll use offensively. Uh, they also throw like uh, yeah, fireworks and shit like yeah. that. So mild explosives. Yeah, they're bad people. Proud boys are uh, the defense, like wearing uh, helmets, having shields, shit like that. Not getting your head cracked open by one of these flagpole waving dickheads. Yeah, uh, yeah. would be a shame to uh, to be injured by some communist out there. Who won't show his face? I, I don't know why they don't just sweep up everybody who's dressed in black and not showing their face. You got to show your face. What, what the fuck? You know what is this? They're clearly criminals. Just fucking criminals. We are here to do crime. They might as well be wearing like a black and white hamburger style. Yeah. Thief outfit. You know what I mean? Like it's, they're it's dumb. Carrying a bag, of, a bag with a dollar sign on it. What like that's what they look face? like. What, what, I mean, like what's the harm in it? I mean, you're 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 doing what you're doing. You're not ashamed of it, are you? I mean, but maybe they are. But uh, nobody has technology on their phone where you pull it out, you scan somebody's face real quick, and then you can look up their history. Like, we can get nothing from looking at somebody, except I've seen him before. 
That's the only thing, you know. So yeah, but if you're gonna yeah, show your face, and while you're at it, you know, maybe a midriff. Show show little tummy yeah. too, you know. You know just just uh, it it gives you a motivation to uh, stay in shape. Ryan Katz Rivera, I will see you Monday on Compound Media, CompoundMedia.com. The easy one is Monday. The easy one is Monday. If you're on your computer, you got your computer, you got your phone, and it's 7.30 on Monday, you've got no reason not to just tap in compoundmedia.com. No reason. I mean, seriously, if you can hear me, there, there should be, you know, many thousands of people doing this. Because it's, uh, I mean, if you enjoy, I don't know, like interviews with interesting people, me, uh, doing them, and, 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 and uh, free shit, yeah, compoundmedia.com, 7.30. Monday. Uh, thanks one more time, Ryan Katz Rivera. Thank you. That was and awesome. thank you for listening to New York City Carnival.